The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ReviewParty.com. It's me, Brent. It's me, Matt. You know, you know us. We've been together for a long year. You know, throughout the pandemic, going strong together, cracking jokes together. It's been a long day. Always. Isn't it Counting Crows? That was a little bit of Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20. What happened to the other 19 Matchboxes? Yeah, that's what I want to know. What happened What happened to all the other COVIDs? What happened to all the other Matchboxes? <laughs> Somebody's There's not the other COVIDs. <laughs> How many other blinks are there? 181? <laughs> There's at least 181 other blinks. <laughs> Where are the files? <laughs> How many sums? 40 of them. That, 40 that's, sums. That's 40 sums. We got to get out of this joke. You got to yeah. review. Uh, yeah, I got a hot one, like a stack of pancakes, because this is a Google review for IHOP, Crystal Lake IL. I, I, L. I don't know why I said ill. <laughs> Illinois? It's, it's the land of the ill. You're all, you're all sick. You're all, you all get behind the wheel and drive like sick people. Get down with the sickness. <clears throat> Google reviewer Austin Zanatti writes, Very disappointed with the service. I had a great meal, but we all know we have to flush it with a drink, so I drank my delicious water. But I ran out of water. I was a bit sad, so I asked the server for water, but he never came back with it. (laughs) Never going there again until they get their service back together. I was really happy where I sat because I saw my car and played with the keys to see if it would open and lock. Lock emoji. Three stars. <laughs> oh, man. I think we have uh, someone with a bit of an empty head. Yeah. Not too many marbles rattling around up there. It's like a 16-year-old. Easily amused. Easily pleased with just delicious water. Yeah, what I'm what I'm uncomfortable with here though is how she described to f- flush down her meal with water. You gotta flush it with a drink. You have to flush your meal. <laughs> I I don't know if I think about it like that. That seems a little violent for mealtime. I mean, yeah. What what do what do people say instead? Just follow with a drink. I don't, you wash it down, right? You, wash you gotta, it down. You, that's the phrase. That's the go-to phrase. Flush I, it down I, just I, seems I, like I there's like that. clog. You you were shoveling it in. <laughs> you know the shoveling couldn't go no more. All right, flush it. <laughs> you just dump a whole uh, pitcher <laughs> of water into your gullet. Scalding right. coffee is a good alternative. And then you you gotta pack down some more. I mean, if you're at IHOP, you're getting stacks of pancakes. Stacks, stacks, stacks. I they're they're not high highest quality, but even still. But the coffee's bottomless. The stacks are high. The syrups are plentiful. You're gonna get just a wad 
of pancakes stuck <laughs> in your gullet. You're going to need a full-on flush. You're going to need something just short of Drano to, to take <laughs> care of this pancake clog. It's like the episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets stuck in the, the water slide. <laughs> and they send little kids down to <laughs> unclog them like <laughs> missiles. <laughs> it just gets, they just all get stuck too. I guess, I guess I could do a review here. Unless yeah. you got something else to no, say about No, no, let's, let's keep this hot. Let's keep let's, this moving. Let's keep this bussing, huh? All right, I got a review here. As seen on Shark Tank oh, from boy. Amazon. Oh boy. Corduroy chenille beanbag chair. Convertible chair folds from beanbag to bed. As seen on Shark Tank, charcoal full size. Bed? It's a it's a big beanbag chair that folds out into a bed. I'm flipping my hands down, just like we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Alright, well Casey's got a lot to say about it, alright? I hope so. I picked this one because I feel like we haven't had a good call-out review in a long time, where they call out the other reviewers and it gets spicy. Love those. KC titles her review for the beanbag chair bed. Give it time to fluff, weirdos. (laughs) She writes, first of all, to all the haters, this is vacuum-packed to reduce baseball shipping. Vacuums Mm -hmm. take Mm -hmm. out air. And what does foam have in it, kids? That's right. Air. So if you judge it by its first appearance, that's kind of like judging a baby's cuteness fresh out of the womb. It's all wrinkly and misshapen. Wow. The first thing my daughter and I did was lay on the, quote, mattress inside part of it just to go at it, separating the foam pieces from each other. Then we flipped it and kept at it until we didn't have any pieces stuck together. The pieces still hard. Because why? They didn't have a chance to get the air back in them yet. (laughs) So we laid it out flat and waited. A day later, the pictures were the result. There will be even more fluffing and even more expansion. But it's already pretty comfy. I didn't want to move, but I had to get up to write this review so y'all would stop hating. Five stars. I don't know. I don't want to assume, but I don't think that everybody else ripped the package on this thing and like the put hands on it and said oh this is this is hard as rock time to write a review just for argument's sake for this discussion's sake this product is 70% 5 star 13% 4 star 3% 7 or 3 star is 7% 2 star 3% 1 star 7% so greatly reviewed 5 stars but from the order of the helpful reviews okay it's split between people that say this thing uh, was uncomfortable, the foam was nasty and broken up and weird, and it didn't work, and people saying, just let it fluff, you stinking morons. <laughs> Interesting. It's very cut down the middle, it seems like. Well, it could literally be cut, it could be people living on mountains, and it could be people living at sea level, you know? Right. The, the altitude really messes up. The atmosphere is having an effect on your foam. <laughs> You're living in Colorado. You might not want to fuck with this beanbag chair. <laughs> no. Especially that it's corduroy. That is the first thing that stuck out to me. A corduroy bed. I think the co- it's corduroys is the, oh, is the brand name. That's just a silly name. Okay. Thank but, God. Uh, it looks kind of like... Ah, regular soft beanbag okay. material. Okay. The bed is just regular. But the guy's name is Roy, and he's got a, a quarter. Quarter, quarter Roy's. I mean, that's 
that's fun. That's fine. <laughs> In the ad scene on Shark Tank picture, Corduroy looks really stoked to to be on TV. I I would be too. Yeah, to be in front of all those people. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And he won. He got his, his things on Amazon. Man, I've seen a lot of dumb stuff on that show. <laughs> like, Well, let me tell you, if you think it's dumb after this factoid, there's three sizes. Uh, we'll call them full, queen, and king. Full okay. is 30 pounds. Queen is 45 pounds. King is 60 pounds. What? That's right. That's got to be heavier than a regular mattress. Am I wrong? I think, I think so. I haven't weighed at or lifted mattresses recently, but I think that's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. I don't know. You need two people to bring a mattress upstairs, right? I don't know if I necessarily need more than one person to bring up something that's 60 pounds, unless it's very awkward. The awkwardness, yeah. You got me Googling the average... Weight mattress. of a bed right now. Average mattress weight. <laughs> fifty to one hundred and fifty pounds for a king, or just for any bed. I, so I think a king, like a California king, might be one fifty. Wow, California king is up to one eighty. A king is one thirty to one eighty. So all right, their king is as much is as heavy as a full mattress. Okay, I guess I didn't really think about. You're the weight of a person. I can push a person off of me, no problem. Off of, I thought you were going to say off of a cliff. <laughs> that too. Uh, it doesn't. It's, it's like I can do nothing. that without thinking. <laughs> I don't even break a sweat. It's totally reactionary <laughs> when I just dive someone off the side of a mountain. Oh yeah, they're about they're breathing the... up my, all my good fluff in air. I gotta get rid of them. Hey, you're you're a lightweight. You're a twin. Just one finger. That's all you need. They look like Sonic the Hedgehog on the side of a, on the side of a ledge. Whoa, whoa! And you just, you just blow air on them and they fall. And you know it makes your day easier. I understand. Murder makes everything easier. Yes. You want to roll that one? <laughs> I got a review. I have a, a, an as seen on TV review myself. Oh. But of a different flavor. I have a Google Maps review of the Full House House. Okay. Quote, historical landmark, <laughs> according to Google Maps. My little sister is a huge Full House fan. When Full House stopped being on Nick at Night, mm -hmm. I think Pr uh, Fresh Prince took over maybe. She bought all the DVDs the next day. She just got bought. <laughs> Back when they'd come in those huge boxes. And there, how many seasons of that show are there? Oh, nine. It was, nine, ten? So, yeah. Just like, and she would just watch them on repeat. She was binging before it was cool to binge. Wow. Okay. Well, hopefully she gets something out of this review. Hopefully we all do. Uh, Google user L Raider writes, Under construction when we were there. Like, being gutted tear <laughs> and that is asterisk tear asterisk like like they're crying they are they're they tear. are producing tear and too many cranky signs from neighbors or the current owner i don't know like you bought a piece of my childhood and you're asking me to be quiet um <laughs> that's unreasonable two stars <laughs> i don't know what they're doing uh <laughs> there they are have to be quiet 
there are signs if you go to the Google Maps page and you look at the pictures Uh-oh. that people have taken. <laughs> there are signs that just say, "People live here. Be quiet. Uh, <laughs> don't be noisy." And I agree with El Raider. Like, what did you expect? Yeah, I kind of agree with. I I can see both sides. Let me see if I can find some. I've on one hand. You gotta expect people to be outside your house when you live in a like a American cultural landmark. On the other hand, what are people fucking screaming outside your house? Hey, where, how are they being loud? Where's Bob Saget? Where's Uncle Joey? Where's his freaky puppet? I get out of here. Okay, it looks like there's there's a nice sign. I don't know when these photos are from. One it says "Private home, please be respectful, no trespassing." That's all good. Okay, people complain because yes. they painted the door green. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then there are signs up like for construction and it looks like just a piece of a printer paper inside a, a plastic sleeve please keep yeah. the volume way down you know act the way you would like fans to act outside your house 24 7 what is what are people doing outside this house i can't believe that Oh, are they there's having like, concerts there's outside? five of these same things just along a construction fence. How loud do you have to be for – to? because they have a driveway. It's not like they're t- like that close to the sidewalk, I feel uh, like. They're pretty – pretty. these are the paint. Uh, they're up there. Yeah, the paint <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to be doing a burnout in front of <laughs> – Yeah, are people doing donuts <laughs> in front of the freaking full house house? Full house. This is your right. Uncle Joey. <laughs> They're, yeah, they, they, I love you. <laughs> they're riding choppers. <laughs> this is for Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of old dudes with pompadours <laughs> and sweet jackets. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Yeah, like you, you knew what you were doing. I would capitalize on it. I would. Yeah, I would make it an Airbnb for sure. Airbnb, do some cosplay out there. Move somewhere else. Do some Airbnb. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't. You know, I don't want people in my house. Airbnb. I'd live somewhere else. That would be the Airbnb. If I had a DeLorean and I got angry because people were like, "Oh, you're sick of car man, Back to the Future man," <laughs> and I'm just like, Miss, "Shut up, please. Treat this like any other car, please." No, be quiet, you big idiot. This is just my car, my personal property. Yeah, imagine driving around LA in the Batmobile, the <laughs> one from the Christopher Nolan one, the tank-looking one. <laughs> like, hey, quit taking pictures. This is my, this is my private vehicle. I'm, t- I'm going to work. It's just my life, people, not your fandom. Yeah, you shoot out the motorcycle. You shoot out the front and <laughs> just on the motorcycle on the two wheels, doing sweet front flips and shooting. Machine guns. Uh, hey, quit it! Hey, quit looking! <laughs> There's another sign. Warning! The property and the entire block is under 24-7, 365 video surveillance. Jeez. Inappropriate behavior will be reported and video will be shared with law what enforcement agencies. People? I can't imagine what these people <laughs> are doing oh my that God. made them have to lock it down like this. This one just says in big bold letters... You came to visit this one house. <laughs> They're brutal. 
That's you, mean. You bought this one house. Who are you people, to talk? People like that show. They're allowed to like that show. Yeah. And go want to go see a landmark from it? People go to Scranton. They're going to drive over that bridge and look at that factory. And be like, da, 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 da. Play the music. Sing song. Play the music. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> on that bridge. <laughs> no one's going to say, get out of Scranton, you piss Play that music. <laughs> there's no... <laughs> There aren't actually offices here. People work. There's no Dwight here. There's no Jim and Pam. Yeah, these are real people. Get out of here. I don't want to hear your dumb song. I've got more. (laughs) People live in every other house, condo, and apartment on this block. We hear you and see you all day long and at night, too. Is this not San Francisco? Was it filmed in San Fran, Tokyo, where everyone's walls are made of paper? (laughs) Apparently. Do they live some kind of traditional Japanese homes where they just have sliding paper walls? They can hear everything around them? Very old buildings. I can't believe this, dude. I how there's a picture of Bob Saget and Dave Coulier getting interviewed. That's all I needed to see. That's the homies. Oh, Do they the- yell at them? Are they mad when they're outside interviewing? Oh, this picture, they're in front of a red door, so this must be, you know, in the good times. Oh, this was in the happy days. Before these new owners took over. Now, before we before we depart from our lovely what's this full house, full house. segment. Um I'd like to point everyone to a Tumblr. It's called The Same Picture of Day Coulier Every Day. <laughs> and every day at around four they post the same picture of Dave Coulier. If you use Tumblr, it's pretty much the best blog you can follow. That sounds awesome. It's great. Check it out, folks. Uh what, but what we're going to be checking out right here is their view from Amazon. I know, I know it's a big surprise. For Gordon by Bare Naked Ladies, a classic album, but don't take it from me. Take it from user I Ain't No Porn Writer. <laughs> they title it Buy This for Your Nephew in Junior High. <laughs> this is great so far. <laughs> One thing about the Bare Naked Ladies is that they're really hilarious guys. And their humor shines through in their music and concerts, especially. I love their antics during the interviews. They totally crack me up. Gordon, is that album you remember from elementary school or junior high that you got a real kick out of its silliness and immaturity? I know I did. The Bare Naked Ladies were these five Canadian nerdy clowns who became among the coolest of cool in American music. Lead singer Stephen Page has a gifted voice, and I'm sure those choir lessons he took back in school helped out. I also love the fact that they use all those wacky instruments. I think they're the only rock band to have a sax player. David Rehock, author of A Young Girl's Crimes. Five stars. (laughs) Is A Young Girl's Crimes a porn book or something? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, man. That's how he signs it. He's trying to tell us he's we know not. We, you know, we really respect reviewers that sign their reviews on Amazon. And he included, he sort of dropped a little a little resume. A little, a little ad. A little elevator pitch for you at the end there. A young girl's crimes. David Rehack? Hey, t- take it from him, man. I, I, I can't. It's his word here. He ain't no porn writer. Okay. Flora wants to be a normal teenager, but her wealthy and domineering father won't let her. He wants to keep her locked up in his mansion forever. Her anger and rebellion grows. 
The sexually cruel and evil ideas no. of the Marquise de Sade feed the anger and rebellion, which turn to murder and perversion. She is reaching out for love, every kind of love, but it's one disappointment after another. Rejection. Finally, Flora turns to God and finds spiritual guidance. But can she escape her dark past? How many people did she murder? I don't know. How many people did she murder? I think they. I think St. Peter's got to know that um, <laughs> before he lets you in. There's a review here titled Midwest Book Review, which, which I feel compelled to just read. And <laughs> Okay, let's do it. In, uh, I'll just read what I see in the middle of the body, which is Flora discovers her father's secret smut reading. Since Flora is now becoming of age, her feelings are stirred reading and viewing this material. So, I don't know. It just kind of glances at it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm uncomfortable either way. I take the dude at his word. He's not writing porn. What he is writing is cool reviews about cool Canadian (laughs) rock bands. And he's really (laughs) into that. I love love their music and their quirkiness. Would you give this to a nephew in junior high? Yes, I would. Would you give it to a a sexually repressed heroine? (laughs) Yes. From a novel? It would let her see the light. I wouldn't get her a real green dress, though. All she had to hear was, uh, yeah, if I had a million dollars, and it all became clear. <laughs> that line kills me every time. <laughs> the green dress. I feel like dress. everyone's got a line in that song that kills them. because <laughs> uh, they- not a, It's not a real green dress. It's, that's cruel. Yeah. They, they play with you. The fur. Not a real fur coat. That's cruel. Uh, we're all fine. Very naked ladies. They're making sense. I like the craft dinner part. But then I think they mentioned ketchup with it. And then, yeah, they talk about the finest ketchups. And see, you have me, and then you don't have me. It's a real roller coaster of a situation. Yes, for the me. Ar- artisanal Dijon ketchup. <laughs> I do like Dijon mustard, so maybe I'll like Dijon ketchup. Uh, it's the specificity. They get some good specificity, some good imagery in their songs. Man, this turned into our review. Of the Bare Naked Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I should have known. I'm always careful about putting on stuff that we strictly like, because it just turns into this, which is the worst thing. Pinch me, man. Uh, Is uh, is Old Apartment on there? That's the... What is Old Apartment on? The next one with the kid with the hat and the ugly face? I don't know what's on what. I just know know. the tunes, man. The tunes. Well, I think we derailed this one... <laughs> to the point where we're never going back. Take a little, yeah, let's take a little early break, huh? Time for a Phil Collins break. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to <laughs> me, you, and meme reviews. <laughs> I called it, dude. You called it. I called it. it during the break. I felt it in the air. That's right. I told him I'm excited for the segment because I don't know what he's going to do. He says, surprise, I'll surprise you. And I'm like, I mentioned it. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, lay it on me, sucker. This is Me, You, and Meme Reviews Edition 3, I think. No, 4. This is yeah, the fourth four. one. Because it's Gotta been a year. The pens. It's been a year. <clears throat> and we bring to the table a book. You may not have been expecting this, but if you dabble in your meme products on Amazon, you may have seen this under the people also viewed How to Avoid Huge Ships, the book by John W. Trimmer. How to Avoid Huge Ships is a 1982 book by Captain John W. Trimmer, Master Mariner and Seattle Harbor Pilot. The first edition was self-published from Trimmer's home in Seattle and carried the subtitle, Or I Never Met a Ship I Liked. <laughs> if you're not familiar with this book the second edition has a giant ship on the cover <laughs> with a tiny boat in front of it fleeing and, and the red bold letters how to avoid huge ships with a name like that you can you can understand people think ooh that's funny ooh I'm gonna write a jokey joke review okay so you think just just this uh, ridiculous mode book presented itself, and people people just jumped at the the chance people here. People champed at the bit. They chomped at it. Their teeth were gnashing like Satan in the final ring of hell. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, they were just really eager. Poor Brutus, dude. He was just trying to do what he thought was right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to this book. The way me, you, and meme reviews work, if you're a new listener, by the way, thanks for checking us out. Hi. Hi. This is a two-part segment. The first part in which we will introduce the product and read some of the meme reviews that made it famous. Next Oops. week, I will review the product myself, both in jest <laughs> and in total seriousness. But now it's time for laughs. I am starting out with a Goodreads review of this book from Cormac. Oh, so this is this Ely. meme is spread across the website. It has. And this guy was, was good enough that I'm like, yeah, I'll grab it. Cormac writes, this book really is one of the best huge ship avoidance references I've come across. <laughs> Not just for the effective methods it teaches as to avoiding huge ships, but also for exploding some of the huge ship avoidance myths. That many of us take for granted. <laughs> for example, do not charge the huge ship at full speed in an attempt to scare it off. This may work with coyotes, <laughs> but it is less effective with huge ships. Similarly, do not roll your boat over and play dead. Unless the huge ship is captained by a grizzly bear, this will not work. Do not attempt to go under the huge ship. This is typically not successful. Do not attempt to jump over the huge ship. Captain Truman presents a rather novel technique for avoiding huge ships. Move your boat out of the path of the huge ship. I know what you're thinking. This goes against conventional wisdom, but Trimmer presents significant empirical evidence to support this theory. Indeed, over the long run, moving out of the way will dramatically decrease the number of huge ship collisions you will have to endure in your daily life. Five stars. Can't argue with that, dude. Can't argue with that. 
to Amazon now. Amazon user Lady Pants titles their review invaluable and writes, Recently, my husband and I were taking a trip to Madagascar. We were sleeping in our resort until a huge ship came out of nowhere and ruined our entire vacation. Not only did it proceed to catcall and cuss out my husband, <laughs> but it also <laughs> ran over multiple families as they fled for their lives. <laughs> After our encounter, I bought this book, and to my surprise, it was invaluable. Most other advice I had heard about huge ships were to play dead or intimidate the huge ship. This book debunked all myths involving ships of a particularly large size. I now know that intimidating the huge ship is the wrong way to go. The next day, I brought this book with me out onto the water. Surely enough, we were confronted by a large ship. It was about 200 yards away, which meant we only had a few hours until the behemoth barreled <laughs> over us. I quickly pulled out this book and read away. With only one hour and 45 minutes left, I figured out that I should move a few feet to the left. I can't thank Captain Trimmer for saving my life. Five stars. Similar vein. Uh, Angie Johnson titles her review, Great Advice, Published Too Late. I wish I'd read this highly informative title in the late 90s. My husband and I both suffer from PTHSCD, post-traumatic huge ship collision disorder, <laughs> which we acquired while piloting our own huge ship. I remember it like wow. it was yesterday. We were carrying over 3 million gallons of blue paint to Morocco. Wait, when I have to make a joke before she makes it, just so I can... <laughs> All right. You know what's coming? Yeah, so I can say I called it. <laughs> Is it... Does she say there's always a bigger ship? No. Uh, that would be funny though, right? Yes. Okay, continue. Okay. We were carrying over 3 million gallons of blue paint to Morocco when, wouldn't you know it, we collided with our competitors. They had about 4 million gallons of red-brown on board, and before you knew it, we were all marooned. <laughs> three stars. Uh, that joke, that last joke was three stars. Mine's yeah. better. Mine's uh, better. All right, I'm, I'm rounding down. <clears throat> John Petty titles his review, A Book of Hate Speech, Posing as Advice. <laughs> Stick with us here. As a huge ship myself. I'm hurt and offended that the author of this disreputable tract would suggest that I be avoided. Life is difficult enough as a huge ship in a world of sailboats, but now to be vilified like this is more than anyone should have to bear. Although federal guidelines exist regarding accessibility requirements to accommodate huge ships, we need extra-wide docking space in retail centers and restaurants, for instance. I can tell you that they are rarely followed, leading to pain, discomfort, and embarrassment when I attempt to go out in public. The plight of the huge ship in society is rarely discussed. It seems that people would rather ignore us. Hence the title of this reprehensible book. Then to take the time to get to know us and appreciate our unique needs and common desires, leading to misunderstanding and resentment on both sides. Oh yes, I hear you. You kayaks and catamarans, snickering behind my stern when I go by. <laughs> don't think I don't. I hear all the jokes. Wow, check out the wake on that. <laughs> or, when you sit around the port, you really sit around the port. <laughs> this is boat humor. Your mama jokes, but for big boats. We don't want to be seen as different or ugly or nautically challenging. We just want to be recognized as contributing members of society the same as anyone else. So the next time you see a huge ship, please don't ignore it. Step up and say, hello, how are you? You might just make a friend for life. One star. Wow, why you gotta... 
I gotta bring the star. All right, the stars score down like that. I got. I got two thoughts about this. One, I would love to hear a tugboat's opinion on this whole situation. <laughs> They're kind of caught between two worlds here, right? Yes, they are powerful, but often small boats. It's buff and small boats. They hang out with big boats while being a small boat themselves. They tow barges. You know, maybe they can sort of be an ambassador between communities. We mm-hmm. really get that stuff sorted out here. And two, I'm really excited to hear your actual review of this product to figure out if this book is all bullshit, if this people even read this. Yeah. As Brent says, I will be making an actual review of this. I didn't purchase it because people are insane and it would have cost me like over $100 to get this book. Whoa. But God bless America and the public library system, interlibrary loan nice. has it in my hands for what I pay in taxes. So you can't get that Amazon certified purchase, but no, hey, it won't be you verified. Read the sucker. I'll leave it on Goodreads. Uh, that's boom. Talk about best of both worlds. Right. So look forward to the exciting conclusion of me, you, and meme reviews How to Avoid Huge Ships next week. <laughs> I, oh, I was saving a don't – taking a huge ship joke. <laughs> I almost shipped my pants kind of jokes. That's quality. But yeah, so got those out of the system. You got a review. I want to hear your voice some more. Okay, okay. I need it. Sure, I'll, I'll clean the air. I have from REI.com a review for Counter Assault Bear Bells. Sure. Like little bells, you know, deter bears. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I made that noise. I put my fist in the air, shook them as though I was holding bells, and that noise came out of my mouth. Time to your shoes, maybe something? I'm not sure. Uh, That's for all. That creates a large barrier, non bear barrier around you at all times mm-hmm. if you're on your shoes. REI user Bry Bear titles their review Safety Doesn't Take a Vacation. And they write, Bought a couple of these jinglers and did not encounter a single bear <laughs> while we walked around camp. Probably because we were in a fairly noisy area already, but I like to think it was because of these bells. Plus, we sounded adorable walking around. $3 was a small price to pay for peace of mind and not getting eaten. Five stars. Man, you know what part I enjoyed of that review. <laughs> jinglers? What a trendsetter, dude. He's just throwing it out there. Yeah. He just pulled up to the half-court line and shot the three, dude. <laughs> he just went for it. He said jinglers. Hey, man, get us on those jinglers. Uh-huh. He, he, you know what? Swish. I'm going to call <laughs> Bell's jinglers as much as possible from now on. <laughs> All bells, not just bear-repelling bells? I think it's... No, I think it's all bells. It seems like... For these jinglers, you know, these particular jinglers, uh-huh. these bear bells, okay, yes. these bear jinglers. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, but I think there is some, sadly, some truth to this. This product, I think, is legit. I've, I'm pretty sure in Japan, people tie bells to their backpacks to keep wild boar away. That's what I was going to say, the boars, Yeah. Those do, those things are scary, dude. I I never saw one in person, and I am glad. You don't <laughs> want one of those nasty dudes after you. Uh, when I went to Yellowstone, they did have bells in in like one of the shops. 
I I don't think I'm going to be going to the back country where I need to worry about that. Right, right. You're sticking to the sticking to the well well kept trails. Yeah. Although a bison did walk through the campground, so that you never rules. know. <laughs> that rules. So they got bear repelling bells. I would imagine some people want wildlife attracting jinglers. Yeah. What does that sound like? Bring, 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 bring. Very welcoming. Like a yeah, like a child's bicycle bell. Ooh. <laughs> or the the little man with his ice cream cart pushing down the city block. Yeah, yeah. You you know, there's fun that way when you hear that type of jiggler. Ooh, the bear comes up. <laughs> What's going on? Someone got some honey over here, huh? <laughs> the moose comes up. Yeah, there, eh? That's it's Canadians. Who's got the poutine? That's what Canadians <laughs> do at parties. Oh, yeah. Beavers, do they get a Canadian accent, too? Or are they from, like, Minnesota or something? Yeah, they're Minnesota. Okay. It's basically the same thing. Except basically you gotta the say, same thing. You gotta say hot dish instead of poutine. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, jingle, 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 and they all scatter. Oh, come on, dude. You, what What are you bringing up? What kind of jinglers you got on? jinglers. What kind of jinglers you got on over there, dude? You ruin it for a... <laughs> you got to have a jingle off. Oh, like, like stomp. Start jingling. Like, like yeah. what's the stand? What's that? Stomp, stand that's up. right. Stomp is the dance. Stomp. But there's those movies where they have all those dance battles. Oh, okay. Stand up? Is it just stand up? I don't know. I'm not much of a dance battle movie guy. Me either. I did picture that, and like they're they're jingling so aggressively and amazing, and doing their such a sweet dance. It's like Darude Sandstorm starts playing. Like the tempo's <laughs> picking up. Jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> Suddenly, they're in front of Old Faithful, and I just <laughs> neon jets. <laughs> they they ride geysers to the sky as they they're. Jingler battle turns Super Saiyan. That's awesome. Hey, sounds like a party to me. Sounds like a good time at Old Yellowstone. Speaking of good time, I got a review here. This is from Amazon for Final Fantasy VIII Remastered for the PS4. This review is written by Badass McCool. (laughs) They title it, This is Final Fantasy VIII. My dude. This is the same game that mom got when I finally brought home a good grade in high school. The story still doesn't make much sense regarding child mercenaries and time-traveling orphans, and how nobody seems to really care there are a race of aliens living in just part of the map. It's still fun, and the card game is what I bought the entire game for. It is as fun as I remember. Five stars. Whoa. The card game? There's a card. Yeah, most Final Fantasy In-game, games have a, yeah, like a card games. game within the game. Okay. I don't want to completely lose the audience who won't know this reference, but that's like getting Shenmue and just playing on the motorcycle racing game or <laughs> or getting all the Sonic collectibles on the in-game toy machines. <laughs> or it's like playing Final Fantasy X and only playing Blitzball. Yes, that too. Lots of games have them. Playing good old Jeff Force Gemini and going to the, the ant club. This might be a little facetious. In order to win the card game, you got to get all the cards, which means you have to fight have to play the card game. battle NPCs Yeah, throughout the game, mm. throughout your adventures. 
incidental gameplay getting in the way of your card game. Yeah, you gotta freaking save the stupid world and all, and make friends and <laughs> level up and get stronger and learn cool magic. Do all that stupid crap so you can play sweet cards. Hey, why not? Just like the the first review today, some people just like water and seeing their car through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Some people just like the Indian card game. Hey, the the card game has a sweet soundtrack. I'm going to send it to you right now. I am digging it. It's bouncing. Yeah, this song is called Shuffle or Boogie. You can do either. (laughs) Shuffle that deck or do a little boogie for me. That's what I'm doing at the bar. Boogie, 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 (laughs) boogie, boogie, boogie. It's got some nice dark undertones, but also fun. Oh, like you're having fun playing cards. There's a world to save out there, but you're also having fun playing cards. You you got a cool cactus on this card. This one has got a fireball on it. I think, are you starting to understand why you would just want to play the card game? Yes, absolutely. glad. So yeah, hey, you got a review? Uh, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going back to the segment. This one is a story. Oh, (laughs) bit of a, bit of a juicer. Bit of a juicer. One where we probably won't have much to say afterwards except, wow. (laughs) Amazon user, The Bumble titles their review this book helps me find strength when i need it most (laughs) and writes i don't know if it was the pressure of early adult life or the demands of college but i began to experiment with huge ships in my late teens (laughs) i began by looking at huge ship magazines in the basement when my parents weren't around then one day my mom came home early and unexpectedly caught me in the act both of my parents were furious They asked me where I got the magazine from, and I said I found it, and that I thought it only contained articles on small watercraft. As a result, I started to sneak out at night, telling my parents that I was headed to a friend's house to watch Full House. Topical. (laughs) Topical. (laughs) But in reality, I was in the library, reading up on the huge ships. As my... (laughs) (laughs) Studying diligently, dude. As my career developed, I found an apartment that I could afford and moved out of my parents' house. My interest in huge ships only grew. My apartment became a center for trafficking huge ship paraphernalia. (laughs) Model huge ships, pictures of huge ships, life reservers, you name it. Eventually, some neighbors complained, and the owner of the apartment building had me evicted. By that time, I was so far gone that I didn't care, and I moved into a hostel. It was the perfect place to continue my pursuit of huge ships. The rent was cheap, Drifters came and went, everyone minded their own business, and once in a while the new person would come along with scale models of huge ships in Turkey. We had a lot of wild nights and I was having trouble holding down my job. (laughs) Eventually I got fired. One day it dawned on me that if I don't get away from huge ships, I'll end up dead. By pure luck I ran into a fellow who went through the same thing, and he recommended Trimmer's book. Between the book and my support group, I made progress and got back on my feet again. (laughs) Last night, I almost turned left out of the parking lot instead of turning right, as I've done routinely for the last six months. Turning left would have meant that I was heading to the port of Baltimore, where huge ships are present everywhere. Horns blowing, sailors lashing gear to decks, and merchants teasingly gesturing to the gangplanks. Merchants, you say? 
merchants teasingly gesturing to the gangplanks as they as they ask passerby if they want to go on a voyage on a great, big, huge ship. I started yes. to imagine the wakes in the bay and the frolicking of tugs as they pull and push these huge ships in and out of the port. There was a burning desire inside of me. My mouth started to salivate. My hands <laughs> were trembling. And my eyes started left and right as they searched for an answer. I thought that maybe I could just go to the port and find one or two huge ships and it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Call out a voice in my head, an angel on my shoulder, or Trimmer's book in my glove box. But I turned right and headed home instead. My support group had a meeting last night and I told them about my near stumble. It felt good to tell everyone that I did not fall victim to weakness. I have my beloved support group and my dearest John W. Trimmer to thank for six months, huge ship free. Five stars. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. That <laughs> review, I don't know if this is what it was going for, but it did make me want, or does make me want to build a model of a huge ship. <laughs> a big battleship, aircraft carrier or something. Model cool. painted up. Ooh. Yes. Stencil in. USS Nimitz on the side. Ooh. There you go. Ooh, no one's avoiding me when I get in my <laughs> big ship. I'm going to be a terror to all these reviewers. The scourge of the seas. <laughs> it's Nimitz and his big ship. Flee. <laughs> He's too huge. I'm going to be chopping continents in half and shit, dude. <laughs> and that is how the Earth was remade. <laughs> That's how One Piece starts. Rufy! <laughs> That's what is it called in one piece? The big blue? Yeah. The big blue so. ocean. Hey. You want to hey. do some plugs? Let's plug it. Let's plug it up, dude. Thank you, listener, making it through the episode. I hope that means you enjoyed it. You had a good time. You had a few laughs. Me and Matt did. Mm-hmm. Hope you come back next week for the next installment of Me You and Meme Reviews. How to avoid huge ships. On Tuesday, hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. That's right. Every Tuesday morning, we've got a new episode of this biz and tell. One of us meets our untimely or perhaps timely demise. <laughs> it's about time someone kills me. I'm going to read this book real soon because there's ships out there. I never know when one might cross your path, dude. <sighs> Mess up your day. If you'd like to send an absurd review for us to muse over, please send an email with a hyperlink, a screenshot, a madoobly-doo to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Include your name, some sort of moniker, and we'd love to throw you credit and feature you on the show. Or if you're a phone user only, you can take a screenshot there, send it to us on Instagram at reviewparty.com. You can also check out TikTok at reviewparty.com and the Twitter at Review Party Pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us all your wildest dreams, and then take yourself, treat yourself to reviewparty.com.com, where you can see all the episodes, where you can see all of the blog posts about review-related things, especially interesting around me, you, and meme review time. Absolutely. And there's a shop. And a newsletter to sign up for. There's endless possibilities. Beautiful graphic design. If you're a fan of the Review Party brand, then just just go drink it in. Go it's enjoy a, it. It's strong. It's, it's a strong aura from that website. The double dot com really makes it mm -hmm. stronger than your average website. Uh, and the, I know someone that's stronger than your average band. 
That's that's our favorite band, the Nosebleeds. You heard their song "Bread for Breakfast" throughout the episode. I know you're tip tapping your toes. You you may you may have even been shuffling and boogieing to that situation. If you want to find more of their great music, uh, you can go to Spotify, search up Nosebleeds. It's just one word. I think that's it. You got a review to to finish us out here, buddy? Yes, I do. I have a Google Maps review of the Golden Gate Bridge Welcome Center. And this review comes to us from J.K. Hong. J.K. writes, Just straighten your back and try not to slouch and enjoy the breathtaking view. Five stars. (laughs) 